Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-Match Mooty. And today, we've got Silo. He's made a comeback after an eventful weekend for him. You know, we spoke about it on Tuesday. He was busy modeling there in Cape Town. We've got Nick Stothard, who came rushing in after a coaching session, hence the Tux shirt that he's wearing. We've got Opta Rich. I hope he's brought his stats today because that's one thing he's really, really good at. Apart from getting West Ham, which a lot of people might think is a flaw. And then we've got Wonga Denga, the Dengasaurus, the Denga NATO is here representing in the Bavana Bavana colors. At I think as things stand, still am I right? It's 1 1. Yeah, it's 1 1. It's 1 1. 1 1 still, yeah. There we go. It's 1 1. Yeah, but yeah, the, guys. But the coach is rubbish, actually. So, yeah. But yeah, that's, also, another, that's, another, that's, another, that's another topic. But but about the coach, so Celo, you know his head. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? He's got lines the, in his head. Yeah. Yeah. How does that happen? I'm I'm it's confused as wrinkles, to how that happens. Wrinkles. Yeah, but it's like proper yeah, it's like like it's like it's like what? it's like almost like cornrows. <laughs> yeah, what's that condition from? For it, I don't know what it's called. I don't, I don't know what's from. You think it's a condition? You think it's like a medical? I think so. I, I think so. Because yeah. so. mm. I mean, it's quite it's quite rare. I mean, you don't see that often. No, so like every time I see it, I'm like, oh, look, it is like Celo said, uh, invisible cornrows. So I suppose that's quite a unique, you know, being authentic. <laughs> that that's what's in for beauty right now. So yeah, but uh, gentlemen, we're gonna start off with the World Cup qualifying r- roundup. Obviously, we're speaking about Bafana Bafana as things stand. Celo, you've been watching the game. Give everyone an update. Uh, Bafana with a better team in the first half. Um, just didn't take their chances. Uh, they're playing with a different formation today to what they normally play with. Uh, playing with a, uh, let's say, uh, like a 3-4-3. Um, and I mean, they created some nice chances. The goalkeeper made some good saves. Uh, but Ghana scored first, um, 49th minute. Uh, then Pusitao got the equalizer. Uh, 50, what, 53rd minute, so four minutes after. But it's interesting, you know, Pusitao, um said that he's going to come and play. Uh, and I think he obviously forced Brighton's hand because he hasn't been playing much. So, because when he returns to the UK, he needs to isolate for 10 days uh, mm. because South Africa South Africa's on the red list. So, yeah. for instance, like... Respect to him for uh, that. What a so, leash. like, um, Jordan Jordan Ayu, Andre Ayu, and Thomas Partey aren't available for Ghana because the game's in South Africa, and South Africa's on the red list. So, they're only going to play um, the home match against um, Sao Tome um, on the... On the which is probably like on Monday, I think. So they'll be available for, for they can fly back to England and uh, after the qualifiers and, and play for their teams. But Pusita won't be able to. Uh, Bongani Zungu, same thing. Um, they didn't want to allow him to go, but they eventually said, okay, cool, you can go, but don't, you know, he's not going to come to South Africa. He's going to go play for the, the game in Sudan. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess, man. It's a, it's a, it's a right old mess. Um, I feel bad for certain teams. Even Aubameyang. Aubameyang can only play one game. He can't play the other game because they're going to Zambia. Uh, it's just a fucking mess, man. Um, I think I think um, everyone should just postpone the, the qualifiers uh, because that's what South America did. South America postponed the qualifiers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, rather just postpone for everyone, you know. Um, and yeah, rather be fair. But Yeah, it's a real shame when you don't have your best players playing for your national team, you know. True, that, that can't happen... So I agree with you there. That's that's a real shame. Yeah, man. Ben, you guys all know how I feel about international football as it is. Like, get ready for the tournaments. Don't waste your time, especially now with this sort of pandemic that influences currently the teams and the players. And they're all fatigued as well. This 
the, out of the football we're watching, guys, who's actually been happy with what they've seen over the last couple of weeks or months, really? I mean, it's been very, very, very poor. It's been slow. It's been lethargic. The only game that I can generally say that I've seen this season that I've really enjoyed, and I've mentioned this previously, was the Juventus-Porto game, and that went to extra, extra time. But, like, yeah. apart from that, the football hasn't been the best. And I think, like, in these sort of scenarios, they should put their hands up and say, listen, I understand this TV rights. I understand their federations and shit like that. But just give these guys a week off. Give them a week off. Why the hell is everyone playing? I mean, we've also been consuming a shitload of football. I don't know if you guys are fan fatigued. I don't know if that's no, a I thing. <laughs> no, I am. I am fatigued. I am fatigued. It's a real thing, man. Like, imagine how much how much football there is. You play. You watch what Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then you watch uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous, man. You just you can't even keep up. Um, <laughs> no, you, can't. you can't. Yeah, no, imagine being a player. Yeah. Guys, I don't have that problem. I only see my team lose once a week, bro. I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> you're only watching. Players, even my players, no, but even my players, they don't make the their national team. So it's, 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 it's quite chill for Steve He's actually right. He's actually right. Like St. Maximan's not in the French team. Uh, Wilson's not the England team. Dollar's not in the yeah. English team. You know what I mean? So who's he watching? Yeah, yeah who is so, he watching? But also, what are the excuses? Jeff, Jeff Steve Jeff Hendrick for, for Republic of Ireland. Republic of Ireland. <laughs> and they lost. And, and, and they lost. Uh, they lost to Serbia. Uh, Serbia. Serbia yesterday. Yeah. Two, two one. I think about. Yeah. Guys, Me I don't too. know if anyone can see. Um, for those of you that are online, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe, and don't forget to hit the notifications button because when you do that, you actually get more people to come back to the show, and then Nick has more people to have. Like talk to you because normally we get Scotty too hotty on and he normally chirps him about his hair. So we need to diversify yep. our crowd. So that's very, very important. And you know, we're talking about a lot of football. I mean, I haven't been playing football at all. And I actually had a game yesterday with Rich for the first time in a I long heard time. So. And I heard so. I heard you were pretty good. I heard, I heard you were pretty good, bro. I heard you were good, man. I didn't know that you were uh, play. Nick, <laughs> we, were playing, we were playing Prem at, at Milk Bar. And we were like 3-1 down after a couple of minutes. And I thought, oh, geez, we're in trouble here. Then Klaus comes on and just bangs one from halfway in top bins. And then we ended up winning 7-5. And Luke Luke was insane as well. Yeah, Quality performance from the lads. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Love to hear it. Top bins. Top bins, yeah. It was all about the top bins. Talk about international football. That's as good as it got for us yesterday. Savannah's come in saying... You know, she's watched more football in the last few months than she has in her entire life. So she agrees with Wonga. <laughs> she can't keep up either. And that's that's uh, probably Nick chaining her to the couch as well. I don't know what's going on there. Why she why does she feel forced to watch football yeah, Nick? Eh? Yeah, but, uh, needs to you either fit in or you you know what else. So as long as you're not forcing Savannah to watch Newcastle, Nick, then it's fine. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's pure torture. That's torture. That is that's torture yeah. right there. That is that is abuse. Yeah. That is a bit. So. <laughs> we, we have Nick and uh, Jason's back in the house. We haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. Um, he also says, "Yeah, you celebrate international weeks, Nick," and I, I think do. that makes sense. I, do. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that Wonga's face tends to brighten up now because he's upgraded from paper to an iPad, and um, we just want to thank him for improving his tech. Hey, Wonga. Paper. What's paper? Yeah. No, he, he was writing on his paper, and now he's got an iPad to keep uh, track of what he's talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> hey, the man is uh, the man is operating there technologically. 
Yeah, I'm it's sure fine. I'm carried away for you guys. <laughs> 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 I'm in. All right, guys, just to touch on the international football before we move on to the Premier League. Um, yesterday's game, we saw Czech Republic, your man Suchek there. Rich scored a hat-trick against Estonia. 6-2. I mean, Estonia, do you have a bunch of milkmen playing football? So not much more you can ask there. But still, it's his first hat-trick, so well played there. We've also got, um, who was it, I think, France drew yesterday. Am I right, Celo? Yeah, 1-1. One, one. Um, Griezmann scored a top bins uh, shot. Uh, but yeah, Zinchenko and his boys. Zinchenko's the captain of Ukraine. Um, so they, they, they managed to level it up in the second half. Uh, Celo, but- with, that, with that goal... Was, was that not offside? It was offside. It was offside. Uh, and I even heard the commentator say they have VAR. So how yeah, did they miss? That? Yeah, Because um, I, I saw that. VR. I saw the replay, and I, I, was, I was shocked. I was like, "How on earth have they missed that?" It was miles offside. No, Great right. goal. You're Great right. goal. But my goodness me, they got you're that right. wrong there. I couldn't believe it when when they just went to the center circle. I was like, "Flip, man, that was offside." And he said there's VAR, but I doubt. I think, I think maybe they don't have VAR because. Um, if you're playing in some countries, they don't have the technology, I think. I don't know if every country in Europe has the technology, you know. Like, for instance, you're going to go play um, Estonia or you're going to play Gibraltar. You know, do they have, do they have VAR in Gibraltar? But surely know? France have it, world champions. No, they like, do. You'd expect no, they them do. to have VAR. So it's so they... weird that they yeah, don't have Yeah, but you can't have a result affected by VAR when another, another, another game country... in the same group. Yeah, yeah. you can't have it. Doesn't have yeah. it. I think all of them have to have yeah, yeah, and it was actually their fault for introducing VAR in the first place. Let's not forget FIFA for just trying something untested in a tournament. Unbelievable. Anyway, yeah, and right. that's also something we need to talk about. I know we, we say like uh, players get super tired and super fatigued and the teams and the fans. One thing we're also not taking into account is how tired the refs must also be. Added now this new technology, which is also something interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay, enough about international football. I can feel sure like guys. Yeah, they're definitely more stressed, bro. Nah, more, man, it's- more stressed. You know the thing with international football, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not exciting, man. The only international football we want to watch is the actual tournaments. We don't want to watch them qualifying. You know, we're willing to watch the tournaments, but qualifying Agreed. is like a snooze fest. But that's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I kind of feel like qualifiers should be done where you know how they've they've got the structure. What's that that new Europa League thing that they've got Nation, going? Nation, Nations, the League. Nations League. That's somewhat, they should structure it like that where you, for qualifiers, you're playing four or five games, you get the opportunity to get promoted, relegated, and that's it, done. And then you go I to mean, the tournament. The COVID thing is is a bit of a mess. Though. I mean, I've got, at the Amatex team, we've got two players that are going to go to the Olympics and they just had a camp for the sake of having a camp. They're not even playing a game. So now yeah, these saw, guys, yeah. Durban, they're having a camp, but like, I think they've got a camp of like 25 players, but They've got like fifteen internationals that aren't available for. Yeah, so twenty five local, twenty five so, local players only. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily know the purpose. I know the the the, the Olympics are in August, so I guess the coach wants to meet the players, but at least organize a friendly or or something, you know. And I mean, fifteen of those players aren't even going to make it because the internationals are just going to come and take sort of take their take their spot. So now, like for I'm thinking mm. from. From a tax perspective, if, if one of those players, they're both starters, if one of them go, goes and gets injured, you know, like, what was the purpose of the camp? It wasn't no, like they right. qualified. They've already qualified for the Olympics. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. No, is, I agree with you, Nick. Like, as a club I didn't, coach, you, you start to think, like, what's the It purpose? didn't make sense for me as well. I'm, I'm like, 
okay, where's the friendly? You know, the last yeah. international break they at least played against Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah. Saudi Arabia yeah, and they played twice. But also, also, if you look at it, they also are going to bring in three over 23 over age yeah. players. So, like, yeah. if you look at it, there's 15 internationals plus three over age. That's like nearly a whole squad. No, nah, but I so doubt like, not, not all the internationals. Not all of them. Not all of them. But, like, it's just, I don't know. For me, it just doesn't make sense. But, yeah. Who am I? I, I Listen, anything international football doesn't make sense, in my opinion. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway. And um, uh, just, just sorry, like, Lecoq Le Sportif and Safa, like, come on. I thought they, they had, like, a while to sort their... their what's happened now? They still haven't gotten it right. No, they, like, they've got their stuff, but it just looks so poor. It looks like... It's big. It's big. Can, can you guys... Can someone please explain... How can they get that wrong? Went, but how did we go from one of the most iconic football kits in the history of like the new south africa in the 95 when we won 96 when we won the african cup of nations and we were sponsored by cup and we had legit gold black and green it was like really beautiful stuff and now all of a sudden it's pure like green and gold green and gold and i know they've done that across all pretty much this, yeah. the teams why why is like are we this bright we love, we love oversized kits and tracksuits like for the olympics we got it wrong National team football got it wrong. Like, surely that stuff is basic. I can't understand how guys, you can't Rich, get a kit supply. Guys, to give that you. stuff's you know all logistics. Be... That's all it is. Guys, logistics. They can't get the, the logistics. Olympics, the Olympics is so, is when soon. It's the Olympics is in August. Yeah. What kit are they gonna wear? They're gonna wear winner or like... yeah. But they, <laughs> they don't forget that. That's the stupid thing with the Olympics. Sometimes well, is that some of these, yeah. some of these, some of these countries. They say, okay, cool. The whole everyone who's, who's going to be participating in the Olympics, yeah, where's terrible, this kit? Whereas, terrible, whereas there's other countries who always have agreements where they're saying, our football team, where's the football staff? Our rugby team, where's the seventh people? Where they seven staff? You know, only the the the, the swimmers. Guys, and, and, I'll tell and, you and, a story. Our story about to, quick story about Saskok. I won't mention the swimmer's name, but I know her personally. She was going there to win gold at uh, London 2012. They forced her to wear the shoes that they gave her for the opening ceremony. They were three times too small for her. They forced oh her to wear it. Days. They forced her to wear Holy it. Cow. She tried to put her other shoes on. Also, they but let's just take a step her, back here. You said, but hang on, hang on. You said swimmer, right? Now, yeah. we know if you're a swimmer competing in the Olympics, your feet aren't small. So how do you 100%. get this wrong? How do you get this wrong? Yeah, if anything, go for a size bigger. I don't know. Oh. 100%. Yeah, but... Yeah. That's that's administration wise in this country, sport is hey, it's a big problem, eh? Yeah, they must yeah. they must there's only there's only I think in South Africa there's only one sport that's run properly and that's rugby. And apart from yeah. that, everything else is rubbish. Because at least rugby But look at the but look at the kits in the rugby. It's been the same traditional colours for years, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what why did football all of a sudden go super yellow and super green when we had something that was working? We and it was a winning formula. They made this new kit. We won the African Cup of Nations. We were still competing. And then we, we went yellow and green. And all of a sudden, yeah. you know, things no, went sideways. I remember uh, even, 90, 90, even 98 World Cup, we had the, the lions. The one with the lions, the white kit. Yeah. And like color, like, like black, yeah. gold, green. Yeah. 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 Adidas. Yeah. And, then, and then there was the Adidas one. The first Adidas one, I had it. In 2002. It like a, yeah, it was it like was a white, white one. It was white with like a oh, mesh. Wow. Like a lion yeah. of gold. Like a lion mesh of gold here. Yeah. You had green. that kit, Hello. Yeah, I have it. I still have it in my cupboard. How's like, you were to, how old were you? Eleven. Yeah, I was very young, but I got. Uh, I was uh, like, you got uh, the things when you was young. Yeah, that's a nice kid nah, to have man, when you're a young boy. That's legit. Dad, 
my dad, my dad liked to when he bought me when he bought himself some a football kit. He bought me a football kit. Like what a jet. What so a these kids, I need to get like, him to sponsor Go Lounge, right? Let me have a chat with <laughs> <to> your dad. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's retired. He might he might have some things somewhere lying around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, enough about that. We're gonna move on to the. And this is I love this idea. This is Rich's idea. We're gonna give a fan gauge, pretty much what we thought about teams before the season kicked off and where they are now and what we're gonna rate them now. We're gonna give a rating out of ten and pretty much a brief summary specifically about our teams. And we're going to start off with Rich just because this was his idea. We're then going to move over to Wonga, Nick, Selo, and we're going to end off with me. So, Rich, I mean, take it away. Let us know. As a West Ham fan, your expectation versus reality right now. Okay, so for me, um, going into the season, I was very short on confidence. Um, obviously, we only survived the drop last season you know, by the skin of our teeth. And we failed to make any marquee signings in the transfer window. Um, we didn't bring in a striker. We were stuck with Sebastian Haller up top. And um, the sale of Grady Diangana to West Brom was, you know, it caused a lot of uproar with the West Ham fans because he was like our next big academy player coming through. So I honestly, I expected us to struggle. I thought we'd come mid-table to lower, lower mid-table. And, um, you know, the reality is we've had one of the best seasons I've ever seen as a West Ham fan, um, other than that season at the bowling ground in our final campaign. And, We've just been a breath of fresh air this season. So honestly, I would give us a 9 out of 10 because I, I still believe we're punching well above our weight. You know, if you look at our squad, if you look at, you know, the expectations of us at the beginning of the season, for us to be in the position that we are with 10 or so games to go with the shouts of Champions League football, I mean, any West Ham fan would have bitten your hand off. So, yeah, I, I've been really, really impressed with, with my side this season. It's been so nice not to have to worry about us having to fight relegation dog fights or you know getting hammered by teams we've been this the side this season to smash the Leicesters of this world 4-0 smash wolves 4-0 you know beat spurs um get results and, and against lose, city and lose to newcastle 2-0 by the way exactly opening opening <laughs> game of the season opening game <laughs> and, of the season i forgot about united, that and, and may united double yes Oh, flip and all. Yeah, I know. We, we struggled against United, but, you know, we've got some really top hey, results. Hey, Liverpool also had against proud. West Ham. Let's not forget that. I think the sides are... We, we had oh, good match against West Ham. It was, thanks for having me, boys. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy. I'm happy. I can't complain. Nine out of ten. Boys have been fantastic. I'm buzzing. Proud Hammer. So, but, but before, before, what was, what was your expectation realistically? What are you Honestly, thinking? Yeah. Honestly, I expected us to finish 13th. If we just survived the drop last season, brought in no players, luckily we got Lingard in on loan, but we hadn't made any signings. Okay, we brought Kufal in, who's been great at right back. Uh, he's just won. He just came second in Czech Republic Player of the Year and Suchek came first. So, I mean, they they ballers. He's come and done a great job. But other than that, we didn't make any signings. And we were stuck with Sebastian Haller up front, who honestly couldn't score a goal for for the life of him so i expected us to struggle and it's just been so crazy how you know the the fringe players have stepped up um i think actually the ben rama signing was was good business now thinking back um at the time it was only a loan deal with an option to buy so we'll see how that goes but yeah i've been very think, impressed with us do you think west ham will do a lot of that moving forward where they'll get bring a player on in on loan Give him a, a chance and then obviously depending on how well he does, I think it's obviously in this sort of case it was a success sort of approach. So 
Do you think it's something they would consider doing? I mean, you can't speak for them, but what do you think as a fan? Definitely. We finally learned our lesson. We've stopped buying overpaid, uh, overaged players that have that are has-beens. And we've gone into the championship. We've spent a bit of money, not too much, but we've gone for hungry youngsters that want to play football. And we've just made the Benrama deal permanent, I think, like a month or two ago. So that just shows, you know, get him in on loan, see how he does, make it permanent. And it makes sense. You know, that's the model West Ham have got to be looking at uh, for now and, and going forward in the future. Get those youngsters in from the championship um, and just, yeah, get players that want to be at the football club. In the past, we've had way too many guys mm. that have come to West Ham, looked at us as a stepping stone, didn't really want to be there, threw their toys out the cots, cried when, when the going got tough. Now we've got players in like Bowen, Ben Rama from the championship that genuinely want to be there. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I think our, our recruitment in the last season has been fantastic. Mm. You forget, you're forgetting your, your favorite player, man, Dawson, man. Craig Dawson. <laughs> well, if he could score in the other net, it would be great. He's, he's <laughs> goals at the yeah, two <laughs> oh, but he scored. But he scored some some some, some uh, important goals. I remember the header against Leeds. Um, yeah. yeah, man. But I think what he, he's on loan, right? So if you guys can, are you guys going? Do you think you're going to sign him permanently? I think so. I mean, he he was at Watford. He wasn't playing there. And at the time when we signed him, I honestly couldn't understand like where that decision right. came from. I was flabbergasted. And he's honestly, he's been fantastic this season. Yeah, he scored two own goals. Disappointed with that. But other than that, he's been he's been class. Him and Ogbonna at centre-back have been great. Um, we need to get Ogbonna back ASAP because Issa Diop, has struggled so much this season. He needs yeah. he needs Dawson around him, constantly Shame, telling him what to do. He has no confidence. So yeah, I've been impressed with Craig Dawson. I th- I really take my hat off to him. Yeah, and his age is not that bad. He's turning thirty-one this year, so he still has some like two or three years. You can give him a yeah, two-year he's, contract. He's got that experience on the side. Like he everywhere he's gone. When he was at West Brom, he was solid. Watford, I didn't see much of him. Obviously, they got relegated, but you know he's got that experience and he's he's rock solid. Genuinely, mm. like him and Suchek, they will run through a brick wall to win a header. So that's the type of footballers you want at the club. Awesome. I think that's fair. I think that's good. Good spot to be in if you're a West Ham fan, gentlemen. I don't know if uh, if you're Wonga Denga. Let's uh, let's hear this. I don't know if there's no way your expectation could have gotten worse. Uh, it couldn't have been like, huh? Uh, uh, the on. man was thinking he was challenging there. I know, you're I think, know, Wonga. You're, think, you're, you're thinking top six. <laughs> you're thinking top six. And now what number is he? I don't even know. What number are you, Wonga? You fight in there with me, Wonga. You fight in there with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, honest, honestly, honestly, I'll be honest. Yeah, um, I, I was I was really, really hoping for, because I wanted to barely was a top four. Um, but I said top six, I'll settle for that. Uh, geez, but uh, your season went went uh, bad after that. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, despite me also being disappointed about the this, this season, um, I still think that letting go of Una Emery was uh, a good decision. One hundred percent. Yeah, because when Arsenal, the way Arsenal played then, and what the way, even though we're losing, I can see what they're trying to do. When we when we're winning. With um, when we were, I mean, sorry, when we were playing with Una, it just I, they they just they didn't look like they wanted to win a game. Let me put it like that. And then he bought. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys know who Danny Suarez is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Suarez wasn't he? They signed him on loan. He, eh? he was at Arsenal. Where is he? He was a centre mid. He was a centre mid. He went back to Spain. Have you seen him play? Have you seen no. him play? 
No, oh, no, but, but no, but he was good at no. Barcelona, man. When he, was he not came good, to Arsenal, but not good. He was decent oh, at Barcelona. When he came to Arsenal, I was shocked. I could not believe what I was seeing. Look, that guy hadn't kicked the ball in his life. Um, oh, man, guys. oh man. He's no, so when he played man. for us. No, when you play Wonga, for us, Wonga, but, but you, also let's take let's take into us. consideration. But Wonga, when you're listen, coming listen. from Spain, everything's warm. The climate's warm. Your legs are buzzing. When you go to England, you know everything gets you a bit freeze. stiff. Yeah, you yeah, freeze. So you're you still... need to warm up. Yeah. You need fans <laughs> yeah, to welcome you, you and warm your legs up, boy. They need to warm those legs up. You can say what you want to say. Um, what I saw, Dennis Suarez. Oh goodness me, it was but not. But did you? Did you? But did you guys have him alone? Ne, it was alone. Ne. No, man, I'm pretty sure they signed him. Yeah, no, because they, they did a whole unveiling and everything. No, they signed him. They Look, signed him. They, and then, they uh, do unveilings on, uh, on, 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 on thing, man. On, uh, sorry, on, I thought it was on, a loan deal. Let me see, um, man. I'll double check that. But as far as I remember, but yeah, it makes sense if he was gone at the end of the season. But I, I thought they signed him permanently, as far as I remember. Um, because I looked at, I was actually, I was actually quite, maybe that's why, because I was actually quite interested in them signing a, I mean, a, a, a former Barca player. Um, but yeah. Um, anyways, but um, I mean, they let him, uh, they let Una Emery go, um, come into our season. I mean, Arteta took over for a couple of, um, I mean, a few games after that. And uh, things looked positive. I liked the way they were playing. No, it was uh, alone. But, yeah, it, was alone. it was alone. It was alone. Yeah, I remember yeah, it being a loan deal. Yeah, yeah four, four, four oh, games. He played, he played four games. Yeah, the games I saw, they, 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 were, they were quite poor. But okay, but Wonga, back to the, the question. Yeah, because, Expectation versus reality. Not about Dennis Suarez and what's happening with him right yes, now. Yes. I don't know if he's got a child but, or what's going on. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Not, man. Not, maybe, not relevant. Yeah, I think, I think maybe Wonga had like body audio or something. I think so. No, it was actually, I was just happy about yeah. us signing such a so-called, so I mean, he had so much things be, said about him. And when he came to us, it was just, I mean, he was just off. But Wonga, you guys uh, have Odegaard I mean, look, now. You got Odegaard and apparently yes, got injured that's yesterday. That's yeah, that's what I heard as well. Um, but again, Udegaard, we have to, we have to, we have to, the thing is, Udegaard, we have to, we have to sign. I mean, he's, he's good, he's good now. I mean, we have him for us, uh, for this season. But in the season, um, as it stands, he's going back to Madrid. Um, he's yeah. not, at least he doesn't, um, I mean, he's, and, and, and the nice thing is actually you can see is, I mean, and it's also got, obviously, there's motive uh, for him to play Wallace <laughs> also. Um, but for me, I think looking at that situation, I mean, obviously he has to. He, I mean, it works out better if he stays with the club. And, and if you, and if you're say. trying to, and if you were to try to try to sign him, Madrid won't accept anything less than fifty million. Yeah, exactly. But you signed, invested, you signed Pepe for seventy-two, so. Ah, I, yeah, I don't think I don't think Arsenal are gonna make such mistakes again, bro. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, like not to get off 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 uh, topic here, but. Expectations, I had a lot. I had a lot of expectations. But I think even six, I don't think was too far off Arsenal. Look at our squad, the players we Are you have. Are talking six out of ten or six six positions? Six positions. No, six positions. Uh, I don't I think guess. it was too much to ask, especially with the players that you have. Um, but you look at the teams above us and the, the, the players they have as well, they, they're doing pretty well. But I mean, we're far off, I mean, many of the so, teams now. I mean, but they, if you're they, saying you don't that, know what's Wonga, happening. But wait, if you're saying that six, who... In that sixth spot that you think they could have had or would should be in, uh, who would they be knocking out of that sixth spot? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Before I would have said, like, you wouldn't expect the West Ham to be there, but they they playing yeah. well. Do you get what I'm saying? They they Very weren't nice. expected yeah, yeah. before the season, yeah. but they're playing well. Um, okay, Tottenham, you would have expected them to be there. Liverpool would have expected six, them yeah. to be there. Um, 
Leicester, maybe. Liverpool are not even the top six. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool Talk are not about there. expectations. But I mean, you would have you would have expected them to be there. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, based on the team that you have, oh, where they would have been knocked reality, someone sorry. out. I mean, look, we tenth. Everton, Everton are above us. Everton are above us. <laughs> Aston, oh, we just nine teams. Nine teams. There's nine teams above you. There's nine teams above you. No, 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 there's eight teams above us. We should have gotten this, got this man an iPad a long time ago because he would have known realistically yeah. where they were on the log. I don't know. No <laughs> need, no, eh? What's but, going on here? Wonga, no, look, Wonga, what, what, season, score, what score out of 10 would you give your team this season if you had to I'd rank us, them? I'd give us a, I'd give us a five, eh? Five? five. It's, it's up, yeah, it's up and down. Do you think they're performing at 50%? 100%, yeah. This, the games not even 50, winning, not even 50. Have... You think 50? No, I think it was 50%. Yeah, 100%. I, I can't, you can't. I mean, look, we've got, we've got good players. 50%, It happens like once in a while. I, I hope for your sake it happens more often now, Rich. Okay, but we start the season between between ten. A top ten will be great, but between ten and fourteen is a re- realistic like objective. You know what I mean? And you yeah. want to stay away from that sort of, you know, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, because hey, then it becomes. It becomes a little bit uncomfortable, and obviously it became very uncomfortable for us. So my expectation was that. So I didn't have high expectations. I think the expectation initially leading up to the the preseason uh, was that it was going to be the expectation would have changed, and it would have been you know top eight, top six if we had got backed uh, and and sort of taken over by the the Saudis. But obviously that was quickly sort of changed, and I think fourteenth, tenth to fourteenth would have been ideal. Um, but now, obviously, the reality is, yeah, it's not looking great. So, um, if I had to give my players, so, so what I've said a, a few times in this show is that I think we've got a, a, our squad is definitely good enough to stay up. Um, I think there's more than enough players there to, to stay up, and we've proved that on individual performances throughout the season but not consistent, consistently enough. So I think, unfortunately for us, we are in, a, in, in big trouble. Um, and I think we've probably... I think the players, the squad, they only... <laughs> Jason, are you saying this because you know how much shit I give his team? You know, Jason, if we stay up, and I've said this, Claudio, unfortunately, this goes to you. But if we stay up, we're competing in the same competitions next year. We're competing in the Premier League, FA Cup, and League Cup. You guys are not going to Europe. So just you better hope we get relegated afterwards. 
Okay. You know, as things stand, stand, even if we get knocked out, even if we get knocked out to Real Madrid, which I don't think will happen, even if we do, we'll be making bank. So that's more than what Newcastle are doing, regardless of competing in the same competition. I'm talking about playing in the same competitions. We, we're going to be no, playing. And I'm saying league. next season, they're not going to make the same mistake. That's for sure. We will get yeah. that money from the Champions League no, 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 and we no, no, won't no. be dependent on Saudi investors. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what competitions we. They won't be Europe for you guys. That's all I'm saying. So, Jason, listen, you better hope we get relegated because we're coming for you. We're coming <laughs> Nick, for Nick, you. Nick, we'll find Nick, you there in the, the League Cup there and pump you there on a Tuesday night or something Nick, like that. Rio Ferdinand was saying that the Newcastle supporters. Must do a crowdfunding and and buy out Mike Ashley. Would you? How much yeah. would you? Would you contribute? How much would you contribute? Yeah, I'd have to look in the bank account. Time to stuff, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd contribute something. You'd contribute something. Here and there. No, I would. Ah, listen, I think that I think that's a that's obviously a great idea, but it's never really worked in the UK. I think there's you can actually do a bit of research. There's been a lot of uh, different clubs that have tried to do that, but they've only really yeah. done it when the club has gone bust and then they restart. So AFC Wimbledon was one of them. Recently, Barry did it. Um, uh, in terms of the money, you're looking at 300 million pounds. Oh, you know, the yeah. average person in, in Newcastle is a working class um, individual. You know, it's a working class city. It's not It's not your Londons or your higher end Manchester's um, where, you know, the guys are earning a lot of money. So, you know, obviously in an ideal world, that would be great. Um, but going back to my sort of reality, I think it's probably a two or three out of 10 um, in terms of the performance. I don't think Bruce has got the best out of his best players, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, it's actually quite, it's quite surprising that we so, we, we, we like two points or one point above um <laughs> We won one or two points above relegation because I think some of the performances have warranted us being way sort of West Brom and Sheffield United. Have been. Okay, Nick. So, I mean, Jason's calling you out here. Technically speaking, we've spoken about this time and time again. You've yeah, only I got came a few up with this, left. Jason. Just keep quiet, man. That's my fucking joke. You guys are killing me. Man. All right, all right. But Nick, Nick, from one to ten, expectation versus reality. Where are you at from a Newcastle's perspective here? I, I I said a two, bro. Two or three. I two. Think. Yeah, um, I, I can't yes, actually. They don't deserve a three. Bro. That's it. hectic. Uh, <laughs> has there been any positives from your side, Nick? Has any the positives, you this the positives that are, the, maybe you didn't expect to or something? Listen, the positives, realistically, if we get relegated tomorrow, St. Maximum, Wilson, and Ulmer are not gone. Like, and Debravka, they're gone. Like, why would you want to go to the championship? You know, I yeah. wouldn't. You know, obviously, I would respect them if they wanted to go and do the job and get bring them up. But the the club is so toxic. You know, there's players. There's a big divide. Um, players, you know, there's a players don't want to play for Bruce. Bruce doesn't want to coach a team. He's waiting to get fired so he can earn money. Ashley doesn't want to have the club. He's trying to sell it. Um, the league won't let us fucking get sold. So, bro, it's just a toxic environment. And yeah. positives, I would say, is those three. You know, they 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 quality players who we don't deserve. To be fair, I think with better quality service to them, I think they could um, really do well. You know, if I'm looking at you, Rich, if you want to kick on, you know, the striker you I would take any day of the week is Wilson. Callum Wilson. Oh, mm, bro, yeah. he's like he's a proven goal scorer. 
with the when you guys got him, him, I was I was gutted because that's someone I wanted to come into the club. But it's just his injury record that just lets yeah. him down every whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, guys, no, let's, let's not let's not creep in. Let's not creep into the sort of the next topics in terms of players and dropping names. And I know you're going to mention. I know Wilson will pop up into the next sort of category. So let's finish off there with Celo. Let's hear what you got from expectation realities there. Oh man, I think I think my my expectations and my reality are are matched uh, with Man United. Um, and when I say that, it's because if you look at Solskjaer um, as a manager, he has not improved in terms of his game management and his tactics. He's still the same manager, you know. Um, uh, you know, sometimes we say that Solskjaer, uh, he just puts players on the field and hopes for the best. You know what I mean? Uh, and and this season, you know, Man United has done very well against the. Um, Let's say the lesser teams, so the teams that are that are that are, are currently outside the top, the top, the top four. You know, uh, they've done very well. You know, one day games. Um, you know, beat a couple of teams home and away, and everything like that. And then the uh, the home record was quite poor when we started. We improved on that. Away record has been has been amazing this season. Um, still hasn't lost, still haven't lost in the league, but um, yeah, I mean, expectation was. To still be in top four, that was my expectation. I didn't expect us to win the league. Um, so being in second place um, is 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 top four. You know what I mean? It's either you're number one or you top four, and that's that's how I look at the league. It's either you're number one or you're top four. Um, so you know the league is first place, um, and top four is the second place for me. Um, so the expectation was top four, um, and we've gotten we've gotten into in the top four. Uh, we just need to obviously make sure that we stay there and secure it till the end of the season. Um, we apparently want to offer Solskjaer a new contract, £10 million, pounds, uh, 10 million pounds per annum for a two-year contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't do that. Staying, and, especially, and especially... Especially... Ole in! At this time... At this time of this, at this time of this, at this time of the season, man, I, I don't like it as well. Let, let him finish the season, reassess at the end of the season, and have a look at what you, uh, what are your options at the end of the season. If you commit now, you don't know um, if there was a manager that you might have liked that could have become available. Um, you know, he still has a year left. You know, well, Pochettino um, might potentially win the Champions League this season. Uh, could have been a Man United manager that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So I think, I think with with Solskjaer, the thing is that I think he's. <laughs> Um, his ceiling um, has been reached at Man United. There's no, there's no further he can go. And also, we've seen in his tactics that guy, that guy. Um, I didn't watch the game on Sunday. I watched no football on this weekend. But um, I caught back. I caught up on my on my on my on my Man United channels that I watch. That guy took off Pogba, Van de Beek, and he brought on McTominay, guys. Scott McTominay. <laughs> Scott McTominay. McSauce. McSauce. What do you how do you how do you do that? That's criminal. How do you how do you do that? How do you take off those two players and bring on McTominay? I understand, yes, these guys have come back from injury. But come on, man. At least do something else. Rather rather put on put on what's this um Ahmed Diallo or someone. Um, you know, try try go forward or something, you know. He brings on McFred. Fred had a howler of a game. That first goal that he gave away, that was such a stupid goal. Howler. Yeah. Like Fred, and, Fred yeah. the, and Fred is the worst passer in the Premier League, I believe. He's the worst yes. passer in the Premier League. Fred, mm-hmm. the only thing that Fred, there's one, the, the qualities that Fred ha- has, right, that, that, that is probably the top 
top five or top ten in the Premier League, right? Is he's pressing. Um, so like his energy in the midfield. So he's like pressing when someone has the ball there, he's very good at it. Like top five, he's you know, he'll work for you, he'll get there, whatever, whatever. But when he gets the ball, or when you pass him the ball, first touch sometimes evades him, you know what I mean? And then the man loses the ball so much. Exactly, though. exactly, no. exactly. You know what I mean? It's all good and well for you to have the energy and to track back and to mark and to attack people and whatever, whatever. But then you still need to, as a player for a team that's in top four, you need to get on the ball and make a pass. You know, Ngole Kante is not the best passer in the world, right? But at least he's economical with the with the ball at his feet. Not, not even make... just no, not even just that. Like remember the the Champions League game a couple of weeks ago. The man, I think it was ninety third and ninety fourth minute, is bombing forward all the way to the other side of the box to box, creating space. Not exactly. not doing anything with the ball, but creating space opportunities for exactly. the team to get something. So exactly, and, and, and moving from one side to the other side. You know what I mean? That's, and that's he's a world cup winner. You progress, you progress with the ball. You know, I mean, he's very good at progression with the ball. We're not saying that you need to be, you know, uh, Paul Scholes with your, with your pass. We just need to say you need to be economical with your pass. You know, yes, just I'm, make sure. The fact that you've just mentioned that, though, how far have they fallen when you've gone from a Paul Scholes to that? Bruh, even, bruh, even Michael Carrick must be like, Michael Carrick used to pass, make such nice long balls. He's probably like, oh, shit, man. I've got these guys now <laughs> in this team. I'm trying to coach them. I'm trying to teach them how to make hey. a nice pass. And they can't even do, they can't even make a pass. So, um, But you know what, Sino, still from, from yeah. an expectation, yeah, from an expectation, an expectation, yeah, I can't talk, guys. You know what I'm trying to say. Overall, I mean, they're meeting your, your expectations second to second. You know, it, it is what it is. You've got, you've got, uh, I agree I agree with, with, with Fana what he said there uh, in terms of his comment there. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we can't win the league with Ole. Um, literally, top four is the best we can always do with Ole. Um, even if you bring in the players, guys, they need, the players need to be coached, guys. You can't just... <laughs> You can't just roll the dice and then expect players to play. So I but, he's saying, he, but he's saying you're exceeding expectations. So that's an interesting one. No, but also this season, um, if you look at a team like Liverpool, Liverpool are far, you know, like doing so poorly. You know what I mean? So, for instance, you, we thought a team like Man City and Liverpool would have been top two, right? And then Man United was going to fight for the top top three or four. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, I, think it's, I think it's more of Liverpool being poor than Man United being amazing. Yeah, I'll but at the end score. of the day, but at the end of the day, I, I like how I still, I've still got to speak for for Liverpool from the expectation side. So thank you for mentioning that there, Silo. But you know, at the end of the day, they're still there, regardless of what's happened, regardless of everything else. They compete in the big games to a certain extent. They don't necessarily win the big games, but they frustrate teams. And I know when Liverpool play Man United, Ole tends to have the number of the the bigger managers because he sets up shop in a defensive manner and ways plays for the counter attack. So he's got something there. Whether or not it's the experience that'll help him kick on. But that out of ten, quickly, what would you give the number? I'll give him a seven. Seven. Decent. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, look, yeah, guys, we're going to talk the, about the, the, the Liverpool perspective. The now. position, yeah. the position of the log is what is what helps them. But if you look at the points tally, it's not it's not more, it's not the, the same amount that Mourinho had um, when he came second. So okay, so that's uh, now that's current, right? So yeah. end of the season, if they don't win anything, does that still stay a seven? Nah, it drops down. It has to drop down. Okay. Because if you don't win the Europa League, then it drops down. So if they don't win anything, does Ole still should he still have the hot seat at all? No, man. He 
he can't have the hot seat because I feel this is his ceiling. I don't feel I don't think that Oleg in the current Premier League with 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 the managers that are there, he can win the league. I don't think he can win the league. Yeah, I mean, does anyone dispute that? I don't think he can, guys. No, and that's I why I just I think I think I think I think I think perfect scenario end of the season, uh, Newcastle survive. Um, Bruce Bruce gets fired. Um, Man United decide to fire Ole, and, and then um, Ole goes north. Ole goes north. <laughs> King of the north, baby. Okay, all right. Um, look, guys, from a Liverpool perspective, we all know what's currently happening with Liverpool. I mean, when they started up until January, we could argue that Liverpool were performing at an 8-9, competing for the league title in, in most things whatsoever. And then, you know, the wheels slowly yeah, came off. Pickford happened. Pickford derailed the, the, the steady ship somewhat. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if, if I'm looking, I'm going to be in and out about this. If we still somehow, somehow come away with the Champions League, at the end of the day, it's a successful season for us. If we don't, then you've got to say, you know, obviously expectation wasn't met because we were all expecting to compete for the ch- title. We, yeah. At this point, you could say we had a five, realistically. Um, but yeah, if they come away with the Champions League title, then we know. The, the, which no is possible. So, possible. Are you, wait, Think are you, about wait, it. Are you, are, you, are you being realistic about you nope. saying that Champions League is possible or are you being... Rather hopeful why? because, but why? Know, but, why is Champions League not like possible? No, 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 no. What no, is the reason? No, no, no. no, no but asking. what is the reason as to why Champions League is not possible? Tell um, me. Uh, listen, the, the best Bayern. way for you to win Champions League, the worst best way for you to 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 get into Champions League next season is to win it. Yeah, but let's 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 see this so not now. Realistically, not a, so not top four. Top four is not the way for you to get into. Champions I'm not looking League. at top four. I'm not even bothered by top four. It is the Champions League. It's exactly oh, what you're saying, and I'm oh, working out winning. Oh, winning. Yeah, okay. and and I'm saying, and I'm saying, how many games are left in the league? There are a couple of games left, right? Ten, nine, nine, yeah. nine, yeah. nine or ten. Yeah. yeah. So let's work out how many games are left in the Champions League. It's two against Real Madrid. It's two in the final. So it's five games in, if you make it to the final. Five games yeah. in total. We yeah. know those are five games that they need to be super focused for. The one downfall we have are our centre-back pairing, realistically speaking. But if you've got Fabinho in the centre mid, we can somehow, with Thiago hopefully buzzing next to the guy, we can make something happen there. And it is Champions yeah. League. And when I we're think, looking at finals, Klopp has made right. it to three European finals in the last four years. So why would... And they're saying that they don't get injured. But, 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 and but they don't I think, get injured. What if they do get think, injured? But I think, Claudio, I think you need to, I think you need to be realistic we're not, we're not, we're not in a romance flick here where Gerard is Champions playing. Champions League's all about romance. I mentioned it on no, Tuesday. No, no, listen, listen. We, we're not. We need. We need to. We need to. Um, we need to say that you can win Champions League. Ne? Not saying that you're going to win Champions League. Like, like, because it sounds like you're saying that we we're going to. We have a, like a, a highly good chance, like a a ninety percent chance of winning Champions League. You need to come back down to hmm. earth. Into reality, reality, and say that I've got, and then say that we've got a sixty percent. All I know, all I know, Silo, is that Liverpool, Liverpool have a ninety percent chance more of winning the Champions League than United do at this moment in time. I mean, pretty much hundred percent chance. United have no chance. So for me, I can still say, ah. And I know the Champions League. We know how champ, tournament football. The best team doesn't always I, win. That's not how it works. I, that's, that's true. That's Sometimes true. Sometimes it no, does. I, I don't. I don't dispute that. I don't dispute that. I'm not saying that Liverpool can't. Ne? I'm just saying that Liverpool have been so blunt. Blunt. You know that. You know that pencil that you that you that you have to sharpen every second. <laughs> Liverpool's forward line is so blunt. Yeah, sharp. 
You know what? We've got a short pencil, <laughs> but now that short pencil only no, needs to play five no, games. It's a short no. distance. So yeah, now we've listen, got Salah. He's guys, staring at. He's staring at guys, Ramos. He's staring at the guys, boy. He's gonna eat him. Guys, can you he's please? Can him. you please? Guys, can you please tell this guy? I'm not saying that you can't beat Real Madrid. That you can. Real Madrid are not, are not amazing this season. They're not amazing. They're just sharp. They just they they just they they they're, they're the third best team in the Liga for a reason. You can definitely beat them. Um, but I'm just saying that after that, ne. I here come yeah, yeah. It's gonna get real. It's gonna get real. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Nah, I don't I see love it. Happen. All right. Well, apart from no that, gentlemen. No offense. What's your, taken. What is it? What is it? What is your final? Your final uh, out of ten. Look, as as things stand, I'd say five. Five, five only okay. because look, I know Jason's mentioned a three. Which technically, if we're looking purely, pure, no, no, no. If you if you purely taking results into consideration, one hundred percent three. But if you're taking everything into consideration, taking how the season went, technically, well, I mean, we were on top half the season. Things came off, mm. things happened, and that's the result of where we're at now. Then, then I start saying, okay, let's add these variables, and then it's not a three; it's gone from a three to a five, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, uh, Jason, let's see what you said. You said Rafa won the Champions League with the worst squad. Fact. Klopp got to final with carriers and goals. Another fact. I know we love talking about facts. Where's Where's Matt when we're talking about facts? He won't even make. He won't even make Nick team. Nick's team. Nick's no, team. no, no. Yeah. But can, I've got a problem with Jason's comment there because the previous one he was asking <laughs> about my squad doing a West Ham, but now he's speaking about Rafa doing a, a, a an impossible job with with a Liverpool team that that wasn't great. So like the coach has a lot to do with. Getting the best out of his players. So, Jason, you better watch out. I'm Yo, Lingard, stop moving, boys. You love to see yeah, can it. We, Sorry, before we move on to the next one, no, before we move on to the next one, Lingard is, do you guys think going to the Euros, he makes the England squad? If he carries on like this, he is, yeah. He's starting yeah, tonight 100%. for England, boys. That's how That's how crazy it is. Nah, he All is. Right. He's, obviously, got, yeah, obviously he is he's, playing. He's, he's, Guys, obviously, he is playing literally the San Marino of Europe. They get yeah, no, fair right and center. But yeah, fair good enough. good for him though. He does deserve the, the call up. Well, Scotty only comes in here for the blood noses. Scotty's only here for the Barneys. All right, gentlemen. It is time. I hope you have your, your sheets in front of you, your team sheets. Um, we're yeah. gonna discuss the Premier League best eleven so far this season, who we think. And we're going to start off with goalkeeper. And I don't know how do you guys want to do it. Do you want to each just have a go where we each say our goalkeepers? Or do you guys want to talk yeah, about your let's teams do it individually? That way. Let's do it that way. Yeah, let's just go position by position. All right. Position. Say, hey, but, but defenders. Say def- def- defenders. Don't just say right back. Say defenders. Yeah. Def- yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're starting some people goalkeeper. might have three. Some might have four. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So if you when we start with the defenders, you guys just mentioned. Your how many defenders you have, and you go go ahead for it. But right now we're going to talk about goalkeepers. Hundreds. Let's hear it. Who started? Um, oh, me, no, I'll, rich. Uh, rich start there. Rich start. The same. Okay, order. cool. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go with uh, Martinez. Shoro, Shoro's yeah with Edison. Sorry, sorry, Rich. Yeah, I think it can be mentioned when the Oaks not. He doesn't have much to do during the game. Maybe because of what yeah. he's good at the ball of his feet. Right, Rich. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Martinez from, from Villa. Um, he ended last season at Arsenal really well, and uh, this season he's he's done extremely well in, in an Aston Villa side that doesn't have the greatest defence. So I think, yeah, he's been absolutely solid. Um, 14 clean sheets, 
for a team like Aston Villa is very, very decent return. So yeah, that was my choice. Well, you're not just yeah, looking was... at the fantasy, the fantasy league schedule, and he's got the most points at the moment. No man, I no. Think well, he's, he's, he's up there. He's, he's up there. But I've watched he's, him. He's made some quality saves. He's, he's saved the most penalties, I think, this season as well. I think he's saved like two this season, and he's got top five in most shots saved. So. Um, actually, surprisingly, also that leads goalkeepers in that in that list, and he's he just plays for a bad defensive team. But yeah, let's let's care. Sorry. Yeah, um, I was also gonna say uh, Martinez, and only because of the fact that I mean it was I mean it, you wouldn't him saying when he left Arsenal saying that um, it was actually a step up. Um, you know, you just thought ah, those are just words. Um, yeah. And and then the way they ended up playing, I mean, it just kind of. Um, I mean, the confidence that he had in himself as well um, showed a lot. And he's, and I mean, he's, he's, he's actually he's actually done the work. And I, just as as um, Richard has said, the stats there um, for me, I, that's yeah. why I've chosen him also as a goalkeeper for my eleven. Yeah, I, I, for me, I'm gonna go with Edison. They've conceded the least amount of goals. I think that's a good indicator for me. Uh, he can play out the back. Uh, he's Pivotal in terms of the attack as well, in terms of retaining the ball. Obviously, like the sort of modern-day goalkeeper, as is sort of your keeper at Liverpool. Um, I rate them both highly. I think he's just edged it this year. Claudio, your keeper. I think, I think, I think, I think, <laughs> I, got I, think it. I think, not carry. I think, I think uh, Martinez, Martinez, yeah, for me as well. Um, he's been, he's been, he's been, yeah, man, great performances. Uh, made some crucial saves for Villa. Um, yeah, Villa's not just uh, uh, exciting going forward, but yeah, him and goals has definitely contributed to them being in the top 10. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I was leaning towards two. Uh, but the first name I actually wrote down was Dolo for Newcastle, only because I've seen the man. He is pretty much a one-man team for Newcastle. <laughs> let's, class, let's be honest. Class, yeah. yeah, but let's, if, if we, forget about points. Forget about clean sheets. Let's talk about what he's done for the team this season. Also, like, were they fighting relegation? And if it wasn't for him, I he's think they'd the be... He's picked the ball out of the net pretty well. I must give him credit for that. Yes, yes, I think Claudia is being biased because... Um, because of Nick. Because he couldn't score past him at St. James's Park. Possibly. But then, in that case, if we're being biased, and I've got a whole bunch of other goalkeepers in the bottom half of the table. I mean, the other one I wanted to mention was Pope as well. And someone who I think should probably be England's number one is Nick Pope. Um, but yeah, so those, those are the two I was going with just because... I've personally seen the amount of saves they made against my side. Um, so, yeah, so those are pretty much the teams that I got. Um, but next, next, we're going to move over to defenders. Let's so, see. Guys, are we going to make a formation or are we going to go four defenders, three defenders? Uh, I've got no, four we make, defenders. I've got four I've defenders. Got four, got well. four, four defenders, yeah. yeah. Four defenders. Four. I've, got, I've, got four, yeah. I've got a 4 yeah. three, three situation happening. I don't know about you yeah. guys. Yeah, I've got a 3-5-2. Yeah, what? Okay. So, yeah, Rich is trying to be a, a, a I'm tinkering, here. boys. I'm tinkering. Okay, Richie, tell us your three there, mate. Okay, so I've just gone. Um, okay, so I've gone with Cancelo, if you can even categorize him as a defender, but he's been yeah. unreal yeah, this season. Stuff. Ruben yeah. Diaz, also yeah. been solid as a rock. And then I've gone for my boy, Aaron Cresswell. I think he's been unreal this season for us. Most assists uh, of any defender in the league. Um, yeah, he's been this has been his best season in a West Ham shirt by a long way, so yeah, those are my three. 
Yeah, I think those are two. I've, I've got uh, on the right, I've got Cancelo. I've got Laporte and Ruben Diaz. And then I've got uh, Tyranny on the left. Um, I think... Um, Wait, say that again, say it again, Wonga. Say it again. Tyranny, Tyranny. Yeah, on the left, yeah. Tyranny, Tyranny. I've got Diaz as well. Yes, I've yeah. I've got uh, Laporte, Laporte and uh, Cancelo. Fair enough. And Cancelo. Yeah. So three, um, three city boys. The, yeah. outstanding, the outstanding... A two for but me these, there would be Tyranny and Cancelo. But, but these guys are, are, but these, but these guys are, yeah. I, I want. <laughs> I need to, Claudia, we need to audit our panelists, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why are you calling this guy out? Why? Just tell him. Tell him why. Sure. Both of these guys, Chris, Wall, Tierney. Sure. Let's carry on. Okay, carry I'm on. I'm gonna the, go with. Uh, I'm gonna go. go okay, there. so I'm going with. Because of like recent, it's not recent, he's had a great season, but I think, and also because uh, I've been told I look like uh, I look like him, sure. I think Luke Shaw deserves it for. Um, for you the look like Luke Shaw, who told you that? Like literally so many people, bro. But anyway, <laughs> uh, right back in sale, I'm gonna go with Stones and I'm gonna go with Tyron Mings. I think he's done a great job there for, for Aston Villa. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, mine is yeah, Cancelo, um, Diaz, uh, Stones, and Luke Shaw. Um, yeah, I mean, Luke Shaw has been, um, he's created the most um, chances for any defender in Europe. So that says a lot. Um, I don't know about TNE and Creswell, but yeah, it's, yeah, and who's starting for England? Uh, next, next, yeah. Listen, <laughs> you know what, actually? Yeah. Fair points. No, uh, no, Shaw's been solid. I'll, I'll give you that. He's been solid. No, he he's, has been. He's, he has been. Cresswell's got Rich, a better left foot. But, but Rich, I had Cresswell down here as well. I've got Cresswell and Shaw down here, and I was undecided between the two. Largely because they both offer something going forward for their no, teams. They, are, they, are, they have, no, listen, listen, Cresswell has And Cresswell's had a hell of a season. Has been better than Tierney, um, unfortunately, Wonga. But yeah, I, I agree. That I agree with. So I just don't know where where Tierney got out, but I think it's just because he plays for his team and he had to get someone in his team. Yes, no, definitely. I, I guys, like I wanna, Tierney. That's the honest truth about it. I can't lie to I want to ask you guys something about Shorter. Yeah. Shorter mentioning Rüdiger. I mean, does maybe what? Because the second half of the season, Tuchel coming in, I, I'm not sure about the Rüdiger thing. No, I think, I think, I think you're, if you're going to put someone in the Chelsea defense, in, I think rather put Espelicueta, man. I really uh, like I really like Rudiger. I think he's got so much potential to be an animal of a centre back, but he he has made quite a few mistakes. But like you said, he has been quite a mainstay since. But since we're talking for this season, for this yeah. season. No, so I agree with Soro. I agree with Soro about James Justin because he was he was class yeah, until he got true. injured. For until he got injured, yeah. For his no, injury, he was he was, he was, he was tearing yeah. the league to bits. No, he was so top, unfortunate top, about top. that injury. Yeah. Top, top, yeah. top, top. But, but at right back, oh players. nice, nice. But at, at right back, I've got with majority of you guys, Concello. I've got Diaz at centre back, and then I had Cresswell left back, and then my centre back yes. only because, only because without him, the season would have been worse for Liverpool. He's got a first Fabinho. Oh my god, one hundred percent, Fabinho. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm also I'm out. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Midfields. Midfield. Okay, so I've gone with a with a five. Um, I've got Son and Salah on either wing. 
I've got Bruno as a cam, and then I've got Suchek and Gundo as like holding midfielders. So five in midfield. Okay. No um, for me, again, this is this is my starting eleven. No judgments here. Um, <laughs> it's all about the judgment. <laughs> um, yeah, this this was a difficult one. Eh? Um, but I got in the. Would you call that? Yeah. Okay. No, this this is my midfield. Is only three. I play four three three. So I've got Bruno. Um, Difficult to say, say it, admit it, but yeah, the guy, the guy has been, he's <laughs> seen on fire. <laughs> he's been uh, yes, he's, he's been hot. <laughs> um, and I've got uh, uh, um there as well. I think he's uh, also, yeah, he's, I think he's also been pivotal to 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 Man City's uh, runaway, um, uh, putting everything behind the net and not even being responsible for the goals, but he still scored them, and only because. Um, I believe it's also a newly found uh, German Arsenal. I would say Thomas yes. Uh, top, no, 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 no Thomas. Thomas. I mean um, Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe. Um, just oh, because okay. the way he's also Smith Rowe. Yeah, yeah, Smith Rowe. Yeah. <laughs> Premier League best, best team of the season. You guys, how can you be putting Smith Rowe in there? <laughs> You're not serious, Onga. You're not serious. I'm dead serious, Mithro. You guys asked me for our best eleven, and I'm telling you, leave, leave. How do you put Fabinho in a centre back? How do you put Fabinho there? No, but Fabinho, come on, guys. But Fabinho versus Smithro, yeah. Come now. I But why can Fabinho not be at centre back of the best eleven? Why not? Tell me, guys. Because he's not been the top five centre backs in the Premier League. They've considered 36 goals. They've considered 36 goals. Arsenal's considered 32. Arsenal's considered 32. So I'm going to say Gabriel must be there if Fabinho's there. Yeah, he's right, bro. Gabriel must be there if Fabinho's there. You know what? I'm going to walk away from this. I can say Trudy as well. I've already conceded. I'm walking away from this one, even though somewhat there's a little part of it says you guys are all wrong. So then say your midfield. Say your midfield again. Say your midfield again, Wanga. Uh, I said, um, uh, who does, I said Smith, Smith Rowe, Kunduan, and Bruno. Okay. Okay. Bruno, right. definitely the best there. Okay. Yep. So I'm, I'm very similar. I've got Fernandez, um, Gundogan, and then it was, it was honestly a toss up between Tillemans and uh, Suchek. But I think for the sake of Richie here, I'm going to go with Suchek. Yes. I love it. Okay. I, I love I, it. I, I'm 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 the same as 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 Nick that toss up um of 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 um Suchek or, or Tillemans, but um I, I went for Tillemans. Um he has been the driving force of Leicester City this season. Um because I, I thought to myself, listen, Leicester's in the top three. How did they get into the top three? You know, what I mean I asked myself that question. Who has played mm. the whole season? Who's been consistent? Who's been the guy in the team? You know, James Madison was there hot but got injured. Vardy was hot at the beginning of the season. Now it's uh in Hinacho. Um defense, it's been Fofana basically, who's been consistent, and James Justin. Uh but yeah, midfield Tillemans, Bruno and Gundogan. Decent. Yeah, fair. I like um, Shoro's Dini sort of shout there. That's an interesting one. No one's considered him. Um, and talking about a Leicester sort of impact that someone has been great for them. He was but injured Fernandez, for a long he was, time. He was injured he? though, yeah. He was. Yeah. He had so. that injury. That's why I like him and like, what's this guy's name? Um, the Justin. 
No, man, the, 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 the Turkish centre-back, he was also injured and he obviously just came back now. Oh, uh, Flip Sayunku. Yeah, Sayunku, yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys, so for me, I've got the two holding holding midfielders in front of the, the defence there, only because I think both of them need to get a shot. So I've gone to Sutech and uh, Tillemans. Obviously, we know. Sutech, he can make those run late runs in the boxes. So those are the ones yeah. I've gone with. Okay, yeah. guys. So moving forward, we're going to go more into the attacking area. We can either discuss sort of attacking midfielders and strikers as one. Or, and did, as or, did, or did you have 4 two, three, one? Yeah, 4 two, three, one. Yep. Okay, okay, cool. Sure. That's what I've gone with. Only because I was trying I'm to make gonna, it. Fit. I'm going to give you a front three now. That's all I'm That's right. Me too. Same here. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Rich. So I've I've gone with two up top. Harry Kane and it's it was a toss-up between Calvert-Lewin and Bamford. But I went with Bamford because, you know, he's, he's done well in that Leeds team this season. You know, to score, I think, what, 14 goals, 15 goals yeah. for a guy that was jamming in the championship. You know, that's a very, very good return on your first full spell in the Premier League. So, yeah, Harry Kane and Bamford for me so far. Yeah, of course. I wanted to put, uh, I wanted to put Messi in, but I couldn't. Has <laughs> <laughs> it been pivotal yet? He's been injured as well for poor West Ham there. Yeah, I got um, Salah, Kane and uh, Bamford as well. I mean, obviously it wouldn't work. Uh, obviously, in a four-three-three, but I just, yeah, Bamford is done well. I mean, especially I mean, a team that's coming up and he's uh, uh where he is on the. I think he's also got nine assists, no, six assists with fourteen goals. Um, quite good. And uh, Salah as well has got seventeen goals. Liverpool not having the best of seasons, still putting the ball in the back of the net. And Harry Kane has got seventeen goals and he's also now created thirteen. Um, I don't think he can leave him out your squad. Unless maybe you've got Firmino in your squad, hey, Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Your Wonga's fighting tonight. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's on taking fire. He's taking him the whole season. He's, he's taking him the whole season, bro. but he's coming. He's getting it. Yeah. Shoro always has interesting choices there. But it's I, Scott, Scott Schaut. Yeah, it's also interesting. I, okay. Graylish, Calvert-Lewin, and Son. You have to have Kane yeah. in there, surely. Kane's, got, Kane's top with assists and goals. So that brings me. Yeah. But I and would if you go... Put, if you put, sorry, sorry. No, okay, okay. no, go for it. Now, I was going to say, like, if he, Dominic covered Lewin, I chose him over... I chose Bamford over him because Bamford had six assists and he's got zero assists. He's obviously, but he has a good, had a good season, but... So for um, me, but Bamford if my well. lineup had to actually mm. work in a game... I think it would work, work perfectly, but I think they're deserving of it as well. You have down the middle, you have Harry Kane. To the left, you have Salah, and to the right, you have Son or vice versa. Yeah, so I think yeah, in hot. terms of assists and goals, that's the best you're going to get. And I think they're deserving sure. of it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Now, mine, mine is, sure. mine is, uh, yeah, I've got someone who's the the no one has mentioned him yet so far. Uh, I've got uh, Bukayo Saka. Um, hey, that's think, on my list, think, Jimmy. Hello. I think, hey, I think, hey, I think, I think, I think Bukayo Saka. He was looking think, down at his eyes. <laughs> yeah, they lit up. They lit up. They're like, yeah, but I think, I think he's been. I do want to say it, but uh, he's, been, he's been one of he's one he's been he's been the best Arsenal player this season. Um, yeah, a, shine, a, a shining light, 
um, yep. and just doing everything, crossing, score, um, assisting, scoring, uh, and he can play in multiple positions. Uh, very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's him, um, Jack Grealish. I know he's injured currently, but just oh man, the sheer amount of assists that he had and so the chances he was creating for for Villa was ridiculous. When Villa were, were on fire, he was the guy who was on fire. You can ask Claudia about that. Um, and yeah. then and then Harry Kane. Oh, guys, seven, 30, 30 goal contributions. You can't leave him out. You cannot leave Harry Kane out of your team. No. Yeah. No sure. doubt. Yeah, man. So, for me, I've got three, those exact three players. Obviously, because I've gone with the the four two three one sort of situation, what I've done is I've, put, I've had to find a way to kind of fit De Bruyne in behind Kane. So, I've done that. De Bruyne behind Kane. I put Saka on the right and I put Gradish because that guy can just do anything, in my opinion. I put him to let him roam free on the left. That's kind of what I did. <clears throat> Drift in. Also, I'm very curious, Shorter. Have you been watching a lot of Leicester games here and some Leeds games? <laughs> Rafinha, Barnes, Barnes getting a shot. Rafinha's been good, game. but never yeah, but, team of the season. Sure. Yeah, never team of the season, but he's been good. Even Barnes. He has been good. good. And Barnes, yeah. yeah. Barnes, Barnes, makes the, Barnes makes the second or third team of the season. Yeah. Any any special mentions, guys, that could have probably made the team that we haven't mentioned? I'd, like, for example, I don't know what your thoughts on Mount, everybody, just for what yeah, he's done Mount. for Chelsea. Mount. Very good, yeah. True, Mount. yeah. I'll say Mount is, is, has a shout. Um, I, I thought of, guys, Edward Mendy for Chelsea as a goalkeeper. Yes. I, I yeah. thought of him as... as, yes. as as one of the best keepers this season, um, Chelsea have, have kept a lot of clean sheets, and he's been the goalkeeper for probably, let's say, about twenty nine games. Let's say twenty five of those games, um, and yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's kept the, uh, quite a lot of sheet, clean sheets, and he's made crucial saves. So I think Mendy should be have a shout. Mendy, yeah. all right, guys. Scott's brought up something interesting here, saying Calvert Lewin, twenty five games, fourteen goals. Considering he's playing for Everton, there's only three goals behind Kane. That's a good shot for a man looking for that English spot. So that's. Thanks for that, Scott. That is quite a valid that point. Good stats, but also it's the assists. How many assists Kane has there? Yeah, no, no, not even half of that. But yeah, what was it? Zero. Zero. Yeah. No assists. Zero assists. One man, one eye. That's just for goal. And that's and ball in the box, and that's pretty much what he contributes. If the ball's thrown directly yeah. into the box, he can do something. Nothing else, I don't yeah, think. He's not opinion. a great passer. He's not a great passer. You can see it. Oh, goodness me. Right, guys. Premier League surprising player of the season so far. Who, for you, has come out of nowhere, and who's that man? Um, I actually didn't think about this too much, but having thought about it quickly now, I'm going to go with Saka because of the, the sheer like leap that he's made this season. He, because you know we all we always knew he was a decent player, but this season he's really shone properly uh, uh, as a young footballer coming through. So, yeah, for me, I'd go with I'd go with Saka. Yeah, uh, same here. I also go with uh, uh, Bukayo Saka. Um, the, I, I I could see he was a good player, um, especially when because they started him off left back, went to left mid, went to left wing. Now he's playing on the right, and even I think the previous game. They just played him back on the left again. And every time I've watched him play, he always looks, I mean, he looks dangerous. And I mean, he's 19, 20. Um, and he's Arsenal's, like Celo was saying, he is Arsenal's best player. And at times you you see him, um, yes, if he's not there in the field, you, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I see when, uh, was, was there a game where Arteta did sub him? I think it was the last one. And I was like, oh, goodness me. Yeah, it's pretty much... <laughs> um, pretty much over, but yeah, it didn't end that way. But yeah, um, 
yeah, Bukai Saka for me. So uh, mine's a little bit unconventional. I'm flipping it on its head. So like, I'm so surprised how shit this guy is and how he's an actual professional footballer. So mine is Valentin. Like, I honestly thought he would million like, he would actually become like at least something like an average player. He is so bad that the man doesn't. He doesn't deserve to even have a contract in professional football. Not even in the PSL. Like he, oh, the, the, wow. the level in the PSL is too high for, for, for him. So that's my surprising player because I honestly thought he would eventually become fun. So yeah, that's my story. Oh, it's a, such a tough question. I think. Oh, yeah, it's, man, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult one, man. Because I guess you have to. Is it because the player was had a rubbish last season or whatever? But I think. I think Tonga and Dombele, guys, um, for for Spurs, um, has been a surprising player, and That's I only say surprising. Yeah. And, and I only say surprising, not that he's not a good, not that he's a bad player, uh, but he had such a poor first season under Poch, um, and 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 bit of Mourinho, uh, where he didn't look like he was happy at the club, didn't look like he was going to settle, just looked like he's just out of it, you know, he was just going to leave, you know, that, and he's the, what, he's the, what, um, Spurs' highest, uh, what's his record, record, record fee. So, I think he's, he's a, he's a surprising player. Yeah, I think everyone thought he's probably making his way out this season and he's stuck yeah. around and he's, he's made a hell of an impact. Um, for me, it was threefold. There's a bit of a triangle going on. Obviously, Bamford came in. Yeah, he's been scoring goals. Saka, definitely worth mentioning. But for me, I think Watkins, in terms of what he's helped, I know they've got Grey Leash, but Watkins has made a big difference coming to yeah. Aston Villa from yeah. the championship. And he's he's just given them that an extra player, an extra body for Grey Leash to play or for me. So I think that's pretty much kept him in the Premier League from that that's perspective. True. That's true. Mm. That's true. That's yeah, true. He's good. good Dwight, Dwight McNeil from... Birdly. Yeah, yeah, he's done well for the lads. He's done well. It's not too bad. I also like yeah, Scott Oliver for He's also he jams done all right. Under 20, I think he jams England under 21s, McNeil. Yeah. yeah. Skinny guy. No, I, I agree with Scott and Basuma, man. That guy, he's going to play for a top six team soon. There was a goalkeeper for Brighton. Is his name Martinez? Not Sanchez, Martinez? Sanchez, Sanchez, Sanchez. He just got picked for Spain. Yeah, I'm yeah, his story was quite unconventional. He moved over when he was 15 to, to Brighton's academy. And I looked at him. As, he's actually a, he's a unit. Eh? And yeah, the man he's, a big ball. He's, he's got great technique. And I, I honestly think he's a great goalkeeper. Like, even if we had a chance against him, like, he probably would have saved it because he looks very strong. He does make um, great and, and I mean, he's going to make the Spanish side. That's that's an unbelievable achievement. So and I was, was going to throw him in there, but I've only time. really watched him once, to be fair. Yeah. All right, guys. Last one. Premier League best player of the season to date. This one's tricky. A lot of names to be thrown. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Gundo from City. Mm. I just think he stepped up massively this season. Like he, I thought he was finished as a footballer like two, three seasons ago. I watched him in that City team and he, he's literally transgressed so high. So yeah, I'll go with him. Gundo, the, the German. Yo, um... Smith Rowe, hey Wonga. Sure, you're yep. going to say uh, <laughs> Aubameyang or Lacazette or something. No, nah, Aubameyang, Aubameyang was second on my list for most surprising. Not scoring goals anymore. 
Um, <laughs> That's a good one. I think, I, think um, I would say it's, it's between Bruno and 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 Harry Kane, um, but obviously I give it to Harry Kane. Um, you, you know his, his job is to be scoring goals, but yes, he's been and and I mean watch. I've also I mean I've been watching him play as well. Some of the goals he's been scoring, geez. I mean, he's not even a runner running into the box. I mean, he can just get the ball out the box, left foot, right foot, hit in. Also making find last someone from last ditch yeah, tackles. Finding someone, True. finding someone from the halfway line, finding them from clo- uh, close in, getting crosses. Also getting, I mean, some of the passes he's been giving, and I mean, you could match them to you can match it to De Bruyne's passing as well. Uh, some of the balls he uh, early crosses that he gives in. So. Yeah, definitely on performance. It's it's a pity that Tottenham are where they are, um, especially um, with his contributions. Uh, but yeah, I'd definitely give it to Harry Kane. So if you go to that point, exactly that, like if if you had to place Harry Kane in a better team, if you had to place him in City's team with that contribution, like mm. how far ahead would they be? Like, say for example, Spurs mm. were a better side, you know, they would really be competing. So I mean, mm. it. I mean, in terms of pure stats, Harry Kane is definitely up there. But in, ter- in, 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 in terms of pure ability and contribution, in, in terms of a footballing aspect of getting their team into areas that are dangerous and creating chances, maybe from the, the first assist, not necessarily, sorry, the, the, the previous assist. So like the, the second assist, pass the, into... The assist, assist, yeah. The assist, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I would have to say... Good again. You know, like if you... So like, but remember, you know, like if you look at, um, remember, remember Thierry Henry when he left Arsenal, he went to Barcelona, mm. um, and I think yeah. he ended up scoring still between thirty and forty goals. Robin mm. van Persie left Arsenal, he literally won Man United the league. Uh, mm. I went to Man United, yeah, Man United next season, literally won Man United the league, um, and that was off having I think one good season at Arsenal, his first season where he actually didn't um, get injured. So yeah, I think if definitely Harry Kane. He gets he gets to another team. I think you're literally buying those goals. That's what that's what you're doing, definitely. Scott, who yeah, is your best player? Sorry, I'm just interested to find out in your opinion. It's Max yeah, Sauce, man. Max Sauce. Yeah, but you must take him. You must take him. Uh I know he Ruben Diaz. Um I, I, I actually have Ruben Diaz as, as as a top three candidate. Ruben Diaz, um Harry Kane, uh but my player of the season is, is Bruno Fernandez. Um he's carried he's carried my team. Um oh he's saying Luke Shaw's best man is best player. He's yeah, man. Listen guys, I think it's it's so complicated these 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 analogies and stuff, you know. I think uh, obviously after the last nine games you'll obviously see the full fuller picture. Um uh, but 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 I definitely feel that uh, Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez um, has been the best player this season. Um, but yeah, Ruben when, Diaz. When you're saying that though, Celo, give us some criteria as to why you're saying Bruno Fernandez. Obviously, the big impact he's had on the side and and and. But let's hear it, man. I want to hear from your your mouth. Like there. like Man United can be so poor on it on the day, and Bruno will just you know score an amazing goal, um, you know from out of nowhere. 
um, doing it all on himself, um, you know, and um, creating chances for other players. Yes, he can be wayward in his passing sometimes, but you know, you have to make the high risk passes to 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 make them pull, uh, to to make them work. You know, what I mean, um, he's been involved in you know last minute um, goals that 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 we've gotten, the comebacks that we've gotten as well this season. Um, so I think definitely his impact on the team, Man United himself. Um, you know, he's carried on how he ended last season and carried on to, into the season. Um, Gunagan well, has been good this season, but Gunagan only started being good since December. So Gunagan never wasn't playing before December. Um, before December, he was he wasn't there. Um, in the in the in the in, in as a as a as a driving force of Man City. Um, you know, Ruben Diaz is Man City's best player. Um, but yeah, I think um. You know, City City's a team this season that you can pick Cancelo as best player of the season. You, and no one will say, no, you're wrong. You know, you can say Diaz, yeah. no one's going to say you're wrong. When you say Gunnigan, no one's going to say you're wrong. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it's just because it's a well-oiled machine, a team. But then, but then Silo, but Silo, wait. But then, end of the season, we know the likelihood of the player getting this award at the end of the season is probably going to be a City player. So, despite the no, fact that... It, 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 it doesn't have to. Gareth Bale has won it. Um, Harry Kane has won no, it. No, possibly. Possibly. But the chances, let's say, the chances this, are a lot yeah, higher. It's definitely a city It's going to be a city player. So, if you had to choose one, which one would it be? I said Ruben Diaz. Harry Kane. I said Ruben Diaz is second to Bruno. Yeah, I said that. That's what I said. I said Ruben no, Diaz. No, I know, I know you said that, but you mentioned you just said no. You were like, you know, you could pick anyone in the city team, good and gun, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. But, uh, no, what I'm saying is that Ruben Diaz is second and um, Harry Kane is third. But let's wait okay. for Claudio to say that uh, Fabinho is the best player. Is the best player this season. <laughs> and, and we, we must all leave. We must all leave the room, guys. All leave the room. At the same time. I can't believe you guys. You don't take me that seriously, man. Mine, mine, mine is between two centre backs. Two centre backs. Uh, Fabinho and Ruben Diaz. The first one is <laughs> you, you got it right. The first one is Ruben Diaz, no doubt. The man's come in there, said he needed a defender. He's young, he's 23, he's come in leadership and he's done well. He's and you're right. You are right, the second one being a little fool. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 that's it. Center back. And it's not, no. it's not Fabino. It's, it's Nat Phillips. Nat Phillips has come in there. <laughs> he's doing the thing there for Liverpool, lads. He's doing it. He's, he's, the, he's the defender we needed. He is. This, was, this is my last appearance Jamie on this Kager. channel, boys. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, no, okay, no, no. Obviously, no one here. Shame, shame. It's actually pretty bad, Nat Phillips. But you know what? I, I made a comparison with um, him and Jamie Carragher. Obviously, this isn't in the same category of what we're talking about. But I made the comparison saying, you know, he reminds me of a Jamie Carragher where he's very, he's not technically good on the ball he's terrible on the eye but he's in the right spot at the right time and he fights for every little thing and he's been solid and i made this comment on twitter and one of the liverpool fans like was saying stop being disrespectful to jamie carragher and it was the champions league game that they played against leipzig and afterwards everyone sang sang all the praises because he won man of the match or whatever and then i saw when we went back to that liverpool fan i was like listen bro you still think i'm being harsh he's like yeah, I still, I still think you're kind of being harsh. I'm like, listen, dude, the Oaks, he doesn't look good. He's not a footballer, but yeah, he's a flipping true. warrior. And sometimes you need a warrior to plug the gap. And that's yeah. all he is. He's a plug gap, but obviously definitely not league league candidate of the season. For me, <laughs> Ruben Diaz is getting that one. Let's see how what Scott says. He says, Shaw has consistently performs from start to finish every game. True. He doesn't disappear in games. 
very rarely plays poorly, and Bruno scores a goal and he tracks away from a poor performance. But that happens a lot with, with any player, any good player. Yeah, they show up and Christian, they score. They win games. Cristiano Ronaldo could have a poor game and score a goal, and they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Fair yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sure. Gents, thank you for joining us today. Everyone online. Oh, Shoro's. Meet Scott. Scott meets Shorter. The one sits in Scotland. The other one, I don't know where he sits, but he's not Pretoria. in Scotland. Pretoria. Pretoria, mm. Pretoria he, East. You guys he, know where he, he lives. He moonlights as, like as a DJ. He's probably he at Summit right him. now. He's probably at Summit right now. He is. He's, playing. <laughs> he's, he's DJ. He's, he's ready to play. He's ready to play. He's about to play his set now. It's true. That's true. <laughs> must, uh, Shorter, you must hook us up there with a goal launch track, boy. You must give us yeah, something. Man, something. Yeah, yeah, man. Make a track for goal launch. And welcome back, Scott. We've missed you, man. Yeah, we have. Well, we said this on Scott? Tuesday. Still, but yeah, you you oh, yeah, oh, I wasn't here. Yeah. I wasn't here, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He asked for you, my man. He asked for yeah. you. Anyways, guys, before we go, final words. Martial's the, the best striker in the Premier League. <laughs> That's what Scott, what Scott always asks me to say. No way. He's SPF, he's SPF, he's SPF. I was going to nah. say, do you, think, gonna... do you think Martial will stay into the season? Do you think United will keep him? Realistically? Nah, I don't know what's happening with Man United, bro. Man United is, Man United is a poor... As poor transfer transfer strategy. I think I think firstly what we need to do at the end of the season, we need to let we need to let go of Cavani because he's too too injury prone and sign a sign a striker. Um if we are going for Haaland, let's go for him. And yeah, Marshall can play second fiddle. Okay. One guy rich final words. Thanks for the chat, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for tuning. Those that were here, obviously, Scott and Shorter and Jason, you guys made yourself very apparent. And Savannah, and as and, well. and 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 other Jason and uh, Fana, Savannah, yeah, yeah. Fana, Fana, hey, yes, Fana. thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Fana, I used to play soccer with that guy. Um, mm. Mm. If it's the same is one, he, is it he is, good? Yeah, is he good? Same, same guy. Fana. Yeah, these are we we played together. He was a right doing very quick. No, I played with him. Yeah, um, yeah very, 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 very quick. Were you the very slow quick. left wing? Huh? You no, no, no. Left wing. <laughs> Guys, wait, before we go, I must, I must tell you the story. There's, I went to go watch Wonga play once, and Wonga has got a mean left foot, right? And he's running down the, he's playing left back, and he's running down the wing, and I think it was at Lenik. And he whoops this thing in, but proper bullet. It's a like if you are Calvert Lewin, it's the cross you want to put your head behind because whatever's on that thing is just literally going to come off your head and go into the back of the net. He whips this thing in, and I think it was what is the player's name? Clumsy. I think it was clumsy. I mean, the name says it all. That's the great, the greatest person to, to, to yeah. The soak, the soak whoops this ball in, and we're all watching us we're like, what a ball! This is going in. Like, literally saw the pace at which he ducks and he looks at his wife and he tells Wonga, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you taking a shot at my head? That's what he tells me. Uh, anyway. anyway, on that note, guys, have a good evening. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, for the cool down. And is there any final signing? Like, we haven't. We've got the cool down. If you don't want to be be cool, do you guys have one for pre-match Muti? Only out. Ole out. Ole out, yeah. Ole out, please, guys. Babi, Babi, Babi is a bonk. What? Babi is a bonk. Steve Bruce in, man. Ah, no, please, man. My guess is the greatest owner of all time.
end this thing now, Claudio. <laughs> <laughs>